out there, intrepid adventurers, and welcome to the Warp Lords podcast. My name is Mike Danger Votor, and I will be your host and your dungeon master this evening. Uh, tonight, I am joined by Mike, Dylan, Graham, and Jared, and we're going to be playing some more of the Fractured World campaign. So, uh, guys, why don't you go ahead, uh, tell me a little bit about who you're playing, and then after that, we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit about what happened last week. Well, my name is Mike, and I have some dice, and I'm ready to roll them and play a game that involves dice and rolling. Uh, and I play Mr. G, who is the party's favorite person. Everyone in the party really likes him, and nobody thinks he's an asshole. <laughs> and we're just all best friends, but Mr. G's definitely the smartest of the best friends. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm so bad at this part. Yeah, you're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves me. <laughs> I am Dylan. I am playing everybody's favorite cat, and I am not being sarcastic when I say that, because everybody loves cats, and if you don't, then you don't have a soul. You can't be the favorite. I'm already the favorite. How can you be the favorite? Yeah, but you're not a cat, so he can still be a favorite cat. I could be a cat. You don't know. This is Warp Lords, where anything can happen. I think that if ev- if anyone's going to know if you're a cat, it's going to be me. Uh, well, I'm Graham. I'm playing Dennis Stanson. At Weaponized words. Weaponized words. If you see Mike Dex 2, <laughs> I look like the, the evil coach. Whatever. Go, Jared. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, side note, probably not everyone's favorite. I don't give a fuck, though. <laughs> is the thing is that in character or not <laughs> yeah sounds like both well dennis probably cares a little bit in character i don't his name is dentist i thought it was derek he's removed so many teeth dentist from his standson because he likes to stand <laughs> while he does his is, dentistry and is he is a son at all his name is wolf stanston and his nickname is the dentist and your character is <laughs> Dennis. That was the joke that I was making. <laughs> his brief, his brief uh, you know, entry into politics resulted in him removing so many teeth that they just started calling him the dentist. I'm going to make a point to never watch the Mighty Ducks films again, just so I don't I continue to not understand any of these jokes. Good. No, literally none of this has anything to do with the Mighty Ducks. It stopped at if you've seen the coach from that movie. None of this other stuff has anything to do with that. Oh. So so you're telling me that Dennis Stanson does not have a a counter to the flying V. I don't think in character I know what hockey even is, so no. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, if any of our characters are doing the flying V, it's our goddamn bird character. That's very true. Named Johnny Law, and I think that no one has countered his fucking antics yet. What is your name? What is my my name's Jared. Thanks for asking. Asking. I'm Jared. Uh I I'm playing a character named Johnny. Uh Johnny is a bird and he's a he's a cop. And uh apparently he's our third favorite. Uh or yes. Also Mr. G is the worst. <laughs> Mr. G is the worst. Certified stamp it. Yeah, I was going to say something, but I forgot what it was now. 
<laughs> Cut it out. I think, congratulations, guys. I think we did the first intro segment that I won't have to edit at all. Good job, guys. Are you sure about that? that? Now, that that's funny because I was thinking a couple minutes ago that this is literally the worst one that we've done to date. <laughs> um, yeah, this has been the longest seven and a half minutes of my entire life. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's the one that said. was like 20 minutes, and that was better. Well... We tried, and that's all that matters, I guess. What happened last week? I don't know. Oh, okay. I do. I know what happened last week. I guess it's show-off time. It literally is. I did ask for people to say what happened. I, I it disappointed my father, and then I went off on a wild goose chase. That's what I did. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Mr. G was opening everyone's favorite new shop. And then he got pulled away from work on the opening day of Mr. G's Emporium, 50% off, everything must go, to tell some sort of higher up in the government about how awesome he is and how he saved the day when some heist happened. While we're rewriting history, uh, Johnny Law was given his badge back <laughs> as uh, he became the top bird cop uh, in Gensokyo. Uh, Mr. G slipped on a banana peel and fell to his death. Um, hey, Jared? Yeah? Can can you have Johnny make me a luck check? <laughs> <laughs> Fail. Great. None of that happened, and you take two wounds. <laughs> JK Law? So, so Mike can make up shit, but I can't. Okay. He, literally open, he literally opened up his shop. He told the truth. Yeah, I also did save the day at the heist, so there's that, too. Factually incorrect. The only, the only difference between your story and my story is that the things in my story happened. Excuse me, but I'm pretty sure that the thief got away with plenty of wares, so... That's the, what the, thief? Thief That's the that opposite heist. of saving the day! That's the opposite. You were literally one of the reasons the day needed saving. <laughs> exactly, and you guys didn't stop me, so the day wasn't saved. Yeah, point. We should have reallocated resources to the fucking to the to the cat that was stealing things instead of the terrorists that were trying to kill all of the. Uh... If if you're gonna take credit for saving the day, you should have saved the day. Whatever, Dennis. If you're gonna save the day, you should at least get paid for it. A lot of people vomited and vomited and vomited into a garbage bin. Someone asked me to stop describing vomit uh, in such detail. It was me. Um, I did ask for that. It was multiple people, <laughs> if we're being fair. Yeah. You met up with Dennis out front of the Blue Recluse headquarters and then proceeded to talk an immense amount of shit to Mr. G, who walked up on you guys right as you were doing it. <laughs> yeah, I recall. Yeah, okay. We also left Kenny's son behind. Yep, he's watching, he's watching everything at home. To set the scene this evening... Dylan, what? Monsieur Boots, uh, after stealing from some rich people, uh, some some rich yuppies, uh, you ran out of town and you kind of followed a map through the ocean to find uh, where your grandfather had uh, rested his treasure. Ah, well, that is indeed what I was doing. You find yourself on a mysterious island. Make me a sense check, please. No, six out of three. Okay. I will give you what you can see. Um, so you washed up on the shore, and in the distance, uh, like right at the edge of your vision, there's a small hill with some sort of open pagoda. And from the top of the pagoda, you see a gold beam stretching into the sky that actually hits the barrier. 
You know that the barrier is what keeps your world protected and here. Um, long shot, but please make me an intelligence check. Ten out of one. Yeah, no surprise there. <laughs> huh, that's fucking weird. What do you do? Well, that pagoda looks like it might have something worth stealing in it, so I'm going to head there. Alrighty. You head, um... You start to head up to the pagoda. You start to walk up the small hill. There are a bunch of rocks that are covered in uh, shrubbery and moss of different colors. Um, you see a bunch of these like charcoal gray rocks that are covered with um, green and orange leafage, wiry trees with purple tops. Um, very out there fauna for what you're used to. Hmm. Are you? What? Are, how are you walking up? Are you? What are you doing? Uh, I am slinking up in cat form. Okay, cool. Can you make me an agility check? Blackjack, six out of six. Okay. That is a fail, so I don't need to have you do an opposed roll. Yeah, you fucking cat in it, dude. You just kind of, like, walk up, you sneak between some rocks, uh... You walk up and you actually notice by the time that you uh, by the time that you get to the top of the hill where it plateaus, there are guards outside of here. They wear uh, they wear resplendent uh, white and red armor. Uh, you know this specifically to be um, the official Lunarian army armor. Hmm. Seems like whatever is here is being heavily guarded. Probably makes for a good steal. I'm going to try walking past the guards, hoping that they will pay no attention to a stray cat. Okay. Are you just trying to walk straight up in there? Well, I'm going to like try to be a little sneaky about okay. it, but like cat sneaky, not thief sneaky. The way that you go, you see two guards. So I need to have you make me in another uh, another agility check, please. Ooh, close. Seven out of six. Both, uh, both of the guards look down at you, and you hear one from, uh, from behind the armor. She has a skinnier, more slender figure, and she goes, "Oh, look at that! It's a cute cat." <laughs> hey, Jackson, look at the cat! And then this like more hulking <laughs> figure who has a tower shield and a great sword looks down. Huh? There were no cats here when we got on the island. Everyone, search for intruders. Uh, he reaches down to pick you up, Dylan. I let him pick me up. You let him pick you up? Okay. I'm just going to let him pick me up. I want to see where this goes. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Can I interject here? I mean... Did he search the entire island for cats? Like, when he first got on the <laughs> island? And he was like, there's definitively no cats on this island. I mean, you don't... I mean, you don't know. Yeah, um, but I mean... Yeah, okay. It definitely, it, it definitely implies that they searched the island before going to their positions. Keeping cats in mind, of course. I mean... <laughs> I haven't seen any cats. You're in, you're in a very strange island in the middle of the ocean. A random stray cat showing up when there were none before does seem out there and odd. And I, I haven't assume... seen any cats before. That means cats don't exist here. I mean... <laughs> He's clearly a dog person. Let's get real here. He's a dog person. <laughs> he picked him up, like, immediately, though. Yeah, probably by the scruff. <laughs> it was by this it was by the scruff you are not being coddled um you are currently being observed by a hulking suit of armor 
I flail around a bit, making angry cat noises at him. Okay, can you make me a luck check? Can you also tell me what those cat noises sound like? So, first off, that is a 10 out of 6 luck check, and second, it's, uh... Meow! Meow! <laughs> meow! <laughs> are, you, are you saying meow? <laughs> <laughs> and you said it was a 10 out of 6, correct? For the luck check? Yep. Okay, cool. Uh, you don't manage to hit him or the armor, um... <laughs> But as soon as you go, no, meow, (laughs) he holds you a little bit farther away from his face as he's observing you, and he looks at at his companion, uh, search the rest of the island, there may be more intruders. And he takes a, he takes a bit of, um, a bit of some, uh, rope, and he ties you up. Just feel like tie up my little kitty paws. He ties up your kitty paws, uh, and he ties up. Uh, yeah, all four of your kitty paws are tied. They're two and two together. You're not hog tied, but you're tied two and two together. It would be hard for you to run away. I continue struggling and making angry cat noises. Okay. Are you trying to escape, or are you just trying to struggle? I'm trying to get out of these ropes. Okay. So oppose strength then. You're trying to cut out of the rope. Boy, oh boy. This this is going to be good. I mean, it's strong rope, but, like, doable. Am I adding anything to this? No. Just straight dice. So, 17. <laughs> yeah, you cut out of the... You cut, uh, you front, cut your front paws right out of the rope. He looks... Uh, the guard looks down surprised at you, uh, and he pushes you kind of down to the ground. Um, do you want to try and dodge out of the way before he does it? Yeah. He looks down, surprised the cat doesn't want to be tied up. (laughs) Clearly doesn't know cats. (laughs) Oh, that's weird. They never resisted before. (laughs) 23. The big old meaty hand does come down and kind of push you into the ground. Um, And he holds you there pretty uh, easily. What's this guy got on him? Uh, he has some very impressive armor. You notice that he has a couple of, he has a couple of bags on him that I assume are, or, well, you would assume are personal items. Um, big old greatsword that's probably about three of you, um, and a tower shield. Hmm. Can I use steel for my position? I'll let you try it. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna try that. Okay. Hello, explosion. Uh, that's an 18. You probably got it. I got you on dice alone. Yeah, I figured as much. 12, Alrighty, so it's three, 14, correct? 18, 21, 26. Yes. Tell me where to pull from. 11 from the back. Okay. Got the horses in the back. Four from the back. <laughs> I think I know which one you're taking. And three from the front. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Are you gonna steal his hand from him because <laughs> because otherwise I feel like he's still gonna reveal to restrain you. So Dylan, uh, yeah. in in order, judgment, mm-hmm. eight of wands, the fool, the fool. Okay, yeah, I figured as much. Um, his sword moves from in his hand into your hand. You are now holding on to his giant great sword <laughs> that I think you're probably unable to move. Can you make me a strength check to try and to try and uh, move it? Can I make a luck check to see if it slips out of my hand onto him? I mean, you're held against the ground. It's not going to, like, magically slip and kill him. 
No, no. I just want it to like startle him enough to loosen his grip. Sure. You um. Can you make me a luck check, please? As well as a strength check. Seven out of six luck. Three out of two strength. He definitely seems startled for a moment um, as his hand gets lighter, and he actually pushes down onto you a little bit harder as a result, because he he was using the sword to kind of balance himself a little bit. He also kind of falls over on top of you. You have a moment where you're able to kind of duck out of, out of the way of the body. Can you make me an opposed agility, please? Opposed agility. Okay. 28 on the dice. I think I got you beat because I got two explosions. Yeah, I got you beat. Um, His hefty, large, armored form falls on top of you as you try and duck away from him. Um, But you are unable to make it out of the towering figure as he falls over onto you. It is just then, Dylan, that you hear a noise. Oh. You hear a noise that is unknown to you, one that you haven't heard before. It sounds like some sort of crazy magic or some sort of crazy like technology, and you hear footsteps inside of the pagoda. There are now more people here, and you feel a familiar presence. You see your baby brother Alphonse reach over the banister, and he just looks over and he goes, Oh, my poor big brother. Stuck once again, I see. Alphonse? Don't worry, I will save you. Uh, and you see him take out a, a pistol, and he shoots that guard right uh, in the back. And you see an energy beam hit through the armor of the guard. And you feel him kind of go limp. I claw my way out from under the guard and go into Master Thief form. Alphonse! You notice that he is also in uh, his Master Thief form. Quote unquote. Ah, mon petit frère, where have you been? I have been gaining power, and that is why I've come back to this world. Watch. And he turns and he walks back into the pagoda, and I'm going to leave it there for a minute, Dylan. I'm going to come back to you. Oh, boy. So, everybody else, you are all currently standing um, right outside the doors of the large. Uh, silvery blue cathedral building with all of those metal uh, attachments on top. This is like right as we were shit-talking G, right? right as, yeah, like right as you were okay. shit-talking G. Um, Johnny, Dennis, and the and the Any Way You Want It crew are all kind of chilling outside, and then Mr. G and Martial Law also walk up. The square is busy. It has, I mean, at this point, there's probably about like 30 people that are like walking around the park in the district. Um, and there are two guards who are standing outside of the blue recluse headquarters. What do you do? Uh, walk up to the guards. Do they do anything to stop us if we do that? They're standing right in front of the doorway. Uh, I walk up and say we're expected then. Are you here to see um, our lady? Maybe. I don't really know. I was just a uh, marshal. You brought me here and uh i look over to him martial law he kind of nods at you and he and he gives each he regards each of you for a moment and he walks up yes we are to be expected by miss moonseer she said that she wanted to interrogate any uh anyone who was at the gala a couple months ago so wait a second interrogate seems a little uh a little aggressive i thought we were just here to you know fill in some details call it what you will i know what it sounds like to me I mean, are we are we under arrest? Is there some sort of no? Are we no, being implicated? I mean, in this? no one's under arrest. I don't think that she suspects anyone. I've just been in my line of business too long to know that this many people in one one area might be weird. Well, 
All right, then. You didn't have many friends growing up, did you? I've also been in this business for too long to think that as well, so I agree with Marshall. <laughs> Johnny, now, now's not the time to be copying me. We're not kids anymore. The hell are you talking about? Oh, God. What? I mean, Marshall, to be fair, it, it, I don't think he's doing a very good job copying you. You seem pretty good at your job. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, he does audibly laugh at that he does get a giggle out of that one I mean Johnny did the best he could I think we could both agree <laughs> to that point <laughs> anyway regardless of what it is I'm here to help none of none of you are in trouble or under arrest or suspected but some details do need to be filled out will you will you let us all through and the the road figures outside are like oh yeah no absolutely go on in marshall you know exactly where where she is and he goes yep okay that makes sense all right come on he walks in i assume all of you do as well yeah g follows marshall pretty pretty closely None of, I mean, none of the guards give you any sort of flack or look you up and down. They just kind of, once again, hold their position now, uh, staring at everyone else in the courtyard as people walk by. Um, it takes a minute for all of you to file in because, once again, all of the members of any way you want it, except for, uh, except for Benny, uh, are here. You guys walk inside, and inside you see what looks like a huge open, like, cathedral, like a very, uh, standard fantasy style cathedral huge vaulted ceilings uh it looks like there's some kind of um upstairs to this place that's uh inaccessible to the consumer each of the walls are lined with screens touchpads and they have a personal portal next to them in the shape of a uh spider and there's one small front desk uh behind the front desk are large double-sided doors that look like they lead farther inside of this uh monumental building there's one girl uh, wearing a blue recluse uniform uh, behind the desk. Marshall walks up and he goes, "Hey, Kelly, we're uh, we're, to he- we're here to see Alessa. Uh, Alyssa. I was told she's uh, she's waiting for us in the uh, in the next room." Oh yes, a- a- absolutely, Mister Law. Um, you and your friends are able to go right on through. You go through the big double doors into the next room, and you see more like a traditional like church kind of cathedral you see rows of pews and you see like a large confession box and above it you see that second row that catwalk and you see different people um that are like moving different like carts and uh different like items back and forth on those two large rungs above you uh you are alone in this room we're just alone in like a waiting room yeah more or less so johnny uh again about that that check that uh, any way you want it should be uh, cutting me. When when should I uh, expect to receive payment? I, I have a lot of overhead, you know, starting a business of my own. Uh, Mr. G, uh, never. Also, kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with your business. <laughs> does mr g have like does he think that he should keep pushing or is he pretty sure that johnny's not gonna pay i mean you definitely d- don't think he's gonna pay from the sounds of that i mean you can <laughs> like it It seemed pretty straightforward and direct to you that that johnny is not gonna give you any money you you don't even need to try and infer the intention of his words it was very direct and it doesn't seem like he's fucking around all right, Johnny. Well, I guess um, I guess after this questioning, uh, we'll be able to, 
figure this out. Um, I, I believe we're going to be talking to someone of a pretty high stature in the government here. Uh, I'll, I would just keep an open mind about that. If, if you cut me a check now, I would, don't think there'd be any, any need for legal deliberation. Again, Mr. G, I give uh, little to no shits about anything that you have to say. Uh, so no, perhaps next time you do something, you should get hired to do it first. Also, again, kiss my ass. If I was hired to do it, I would, you know, do a good job. But that's that's uh, it's it's all right. We'll we'll figure something out. So as as you guys are all kind of like talking amongst each other, Alyssa comes out of the like confession box um and she walks out resplendent as you saw her the first time very very tall figure she is a she once again those celtic elves she has a third eye tattooed on her forehead she has one gold eye and one purple eye and she has like silvery hair that ends in like turquoise and she's wearing long flowing dark robes uh she looks over all of you and she regards you for a moment and she goes it's good that you all came so fast. After the That's what she said. That's, that's the first time. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh god, did you really have to do this? Right as I got into character. Uh. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I was going to say it was good to see all of you uh in good health. The events from a couple months ago have left me rather sleepless. Something uh, it, it didn't really sit well with me. I've been investigating a couple of things, but I just want um, some details from each of you to help clarify our next next directions in the case. This is actually business of the circle. This isn't just me looking into this for the sake of my business. I just thought I'd let you all know right now that this is a more serious matter than we initially thought. If you'll all have a seat, though, we'll get to the uh, the questions, and I'll have you uh, I'll have you out of here by lunch. Does that sound good? Oh yes, madam, that sounds sounds fantastic. I I must return to my shop as I as I have started an entrepreneurial endeavor as well. Would I have to roll anything for an audible sigh to appear anywhere? Um, I mean, you can make an audible sigh and then roll me a charisma check on how audible okay. it was. That works. <sighs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's a blackjack. Uh, I want it to be heard. That was the most <laughs> convincing, authentic, loud sigh that you've ever sighed. <laughs> um, oh, wait, no, it's it's a seven out of eight, I think. Or no, no, it is a blackjack. I was yeah, looking yeah, at yeah. the wrong set wrong, of, I was looking at the wrong, wrong stat sheet. set. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Alyssa, after she says great, just kind of goes, Marshall, if you'll follow me. And they head in there. And you all are left with the delightful company of each other. Uh, Mr. G is kind of just messing with his, uh, with his like electronic notebook right now. He's uh, done talking to Johnny for now. <laughs> He's made himself clear. Okay, Dennis, do you say anything to anyone before you, uh, or or do you just kind of like keep to yourself as this is all happening? Just kind of hanging out. I would imagine I took a couple like documents or something with me from the office too, since I went right from there. Yeah, I assume you yeah, that makes sense that you'd be working. Yeah. Cool. So you're working on yeah. you're working on some official figures, some budget stuff, all that all that good good senator business. Johnny is defying logic and cleaning his beak with a toothpick. <laughs> <laughs> the the rest of your companions, uh, Johnny, all kind of just keep to themselves and talk to themselves. 
after just a couple of minutes, Alyssa comes back out with Marshall and he goes back to kind of sitting down and, and minding his own business. He also has like his own folder and some notes that he's going over. Kenny and the rest of the Any Way You Want It crew all go in. Um, and Alyssa goes, Mr. Law, I'd bring you in on this for your official uh, for your official business, but I don't think that we're going to have room for all of you in there. So I'll just talk to you in a moment. Is that all right? Looking to you, Yeah, Johnny. that's fine. I kind of brought a big entourage, so I understand. It's convenient. We're only missing one from the organization, so... Uh, someone uh, had to watch the, uh, someone had to watch the home base there. Sorry about that. So, it, it's not a problem. I'm sure we'll you find... You need us to send Benny in after. I'm sure that we can, we can send him to do so. Well, well, I mean, we'll, don't worry. We'll, we'll cover it if we need to. I'm, I'm... Alrighty then. Not that concerned. Kenny just Kenny turns around. He gives you a nice big uh, a, a thumbs up with his his big uh, his his big thumb paws, uh, and he goes, <laughs> "Don't worry, boss. We'll uh we'll we'll set the record straight for you." Yeah, Johnny gives him a big old nod, and they go in. They all go in. They all shuffle in. It takes them a moment, and you guys are all once again just chilling in this uh, chilling in this large open room. Standing awkwardly close to each other. No, <laughs> there nothing. there are pews. There's pews. There's literally a ton of room for you guys to sit. Oh, I didn't mean that. I just meant like standing awkwardly, period. Somewhat close to each other. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like not saying anything. <laughs> yeah, that's entirely on you guys. Yes, that's what I meant. Yeah, like Marshall is up front like by himself, but I assume that after the the encounter that you had with Mr. G, it's like all four of you are in different pews as far away from each other. Just cleaning his beak with these toothpicks. I have a clarifying question. I have a potentially clarifying answer. So, wasn't Stanson talking about funding for the shelves earlier? Does he is he like my senator? Is he like my representative, Mr. No. G's representative? No. He was not. also he was uh they talked about the funding for the shelves in uh in response to Luca renovating the shelves, not Dennis. Oh, okay. L- Luca's doing all the work there and Dennis is only a senator for Stone Falcon. So he does his jurisdiction doesn't reach all the way to New Gensokyo City. Well, G's going to G's actually going to get up and and sit next to uh or or near Marshall Law and uh ask him, "Uh Marshall, what's the what's the deal with your brother? I don't understand. What what it seems like there's some tension there. You seem I mean, your family seems reputable. You seem pretty good at what you do what's what's going on with that unfortunately we sent johnny undercover thinking he could handle it johnny was a distinguished officer and a distinguished detective unfortunately going undercover i think changed him for the worse oh that's that's really um he's he's been pretty reluctant to share any details with us about what he saw there outside of what he would give us in his reports is that where he developed the uh you know, and then G makes kind of that, that like drinking motion with his hand. That's when it got its worst. Yes. Wow, you're very, very forthright about these things. I, I respect that. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I, I do hope do you do understand where I'm coming from, asking for this sum, right? I mean, you, you have been filled in on the details of the case, right? I mean, I've been filled out on the, the, the accounts of some of the witnesses but i can't say everything i don't know exactly what went down between you and my brother or why he owes you the money oh i mean that's nothing went down between us that's the whole point i i caught all the all the terrorists like red-handed i i, I found them they were doing something i saw them do something i i uh, sprung into action and uh ever since then uh 
Johnny's been uh, kind of a dick to me. I'm not gonna. Well, he's that way to a lot of people. I, I feel like I deserve some of those credits. I mean, I, I think I'm assuming he got paid out pretty well. There was a lot of um, affluent individuals there. I assume that he got paid something. I once again, I don't know. I don't know what he was paid, but hey, I'd say that if you helped out, you should be entitled to something. I just wouldn't expect it. One of his crew is going to get paid child support for the next 18 years. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. G writes something down in his notes really quickly and goes, thanks, Marshall. I, I really appreciate that. Um, I, Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then he kind of looks over at Johnny and sits down somewhere else. <laughs> uh, so at this point, um, all of you uh, notice all of the members of any way you want it shuffle on out uh, single file. Um, and Kenny comes up and he gives you a high five, Johnny. And he goes, don't worry, boss. I smoothed her over for you. It's all you. And he ushers you inside. All right. Uh, Johnny walks in. You walk in. And you oh, see. He was ushered inside. Yeah. Uh, Johnny walks in. Inside, it's so it's like one of those confession booths, except when you walk inside, it's uh, an open room instead of like a small little, a small little closed off booth with a screen and a priest on the other side ready to judge you. Inside, you find a goddess ready to judge you. Alyssa is sitting there. There's a small table with a light on it, and you see someone uh, sitting next to her in a chair taking notes. Ah, yes, Mister Law, please, please sit down. Oh, thank you, Mrs. Mo- Miss Moonseer. I was gonna say I may be, may be old, but no one's, uh, no one's, uh, no one's made me a missus yet. Ah, slip of the beak, my bad. It's okay. Uh, he sit, he, he sits down. These things happen. Um, how was your how was your trek from Nugent, Tokyo City, Johnny? Was it safe? Was it good? Ah, uh, there were a couple couple of bumps in the road, but uh, nothing I can't handle. Ah, okay, I see. Well, um. Glad to see you made it here. Uh, mostly, mostly unscathed. Then, depending on. The circumstance. Um, he kind of like rubs a vomit piece like off of his <laughs> off of his jacket. So Johnny, did everything go to plan for you all when you were at the gala? I mean, things went sideways pretty fast, to be honest. But uh, any way you want it, my friends handled things pretty well. Right. Who were the Who were the main culprits? Can you give me a detailed description of them? Implicate Mr. G. <laughs> hey, you can't metagame that implication. How dare you? This is just this is just like making Oh my god. Okay, so this is going to be me trying to remember <laughs> from a quite a while ago. Yeah. I mean, Make me an intelligence Johnny check. does consume so much alcohol that it's possible it feels like it was years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just yesterday, who I knows? Mean, I can I can just wing it. It's just that there was a, a long time ago. No, I know. Uh that would be a failed intelligence. It. Okay. I'll just, just wing it. it. Um, well, uh, if I'm not mistaken, any way you want it was hired by Mr. Stanson over there, uh, to, uh, run security during the gala. Things seemed to be going fine for a while, and then there was some cat-like thief that was running through trying to steal things, so we got, you know, we got on that pretty quick. Though I think he got away in the end. I don't know, we got distracted with more pressing, uh, pressing matters. Uh, that was the annoying one that, uh, talked a lot, uh, kind of weird, weird way to talk. He's got this, uh, weird pause frequently. Got like a, looks like he got hit in the head. Uh, Mr. G is his name. He was around there too. There, we, there were a couple culprits. Well, as I recall, uh, there were some weird shenanigans that went on. 
up in the security room with all the cameras. But uh, we ran into a bigger problem when someone wearing a backpack was trying to unload some poison through the uh, ventilation systems. I can't quite remember, but I want to say we might have actually let him go to try to help track that down. But uh, seems he got away. That may have been a bad decision. Maybe I'm remembering that wrong. I think so as well. However, in our investigation, we never found that this cat was part of a greater scheme. He did refer to himself multiple times as a master thief, which I thought was untrue, but it's kind of funny that he got away in the end, so... I think what ended up happening, to be completely honest with you, is I think he ended up acting more as a diversion than anything else. Quite possible. For whatever the true motive of this this heist was. I I believe that I I may have... uh... Captured the one with the backpack. There was another one, though. Uh, I think the uh, mumbly one may have gotten him with his weird contraptions. But I'm sure he'll tell you that when you interview him. Probably including many other things. I mean, there's a good chance of that, yes. Mm-hmm. The, this, this one with the backpack, yeah, Johnny. It's wearing dark Did robe. he say anything that would tip you off to, to what their true intention was? Did, did you get any information as to who he worked for? Any any sigils you remember? Anything? Uh, well, he was wearing dark clothes, and uh, I want to say he had red fingers going along it. Um, I can't quite remember if I'm just pulling at straws here, but I want to say he had something something to do with like the end of the world or something. I don't know. Them crazy folks can be weird sometimes. Johnny, are there any other are there any other details of the the night? Any other weird occurrences, weird energies that you can? help me out with or or give me anything else to go on hmm you know unfortunately i can't really remember all that much else he like pulls out his notebook and he turns back to the date and for some reason it's just blank can you give me uh can you give me an intelligence check for your detective stuff fail for some reason the name red fingers is like right on the tip of your brain tongue and it's just not coming to you today he just kind of shrugs well, Johnny, thank you for giving us what you remember. I appreciate you and your and and your gang uh making the trek out. If you guys want to hang out and enjoy the day, you're more than welcome to, but since I've interviewed all of you, you can also take a shuttle right back over to Nugansokyo City if you so choose to. Thank you. Uh if you would be so kind to send in either Dennis or Mr. G, uh that would be wonderful. Alrighty. Thank you, Miss Moonseer. You head out? Yeah. Uh, he kind of, uh, walks out. Do Dennis or, uh, Mr. G regard him as he exits? That's up to you guys. That's why I was asking. More, more like, uh, when you're at a doctor's office and you hear a door, like one of those kind of look up things. I'll do that. Or like when a waiter brings out a tray of food and you're just hoping it's yours. Yeah, that kind of thing. Well, she said either of you guys can go next. So Dennis, you can go if you want or, uh, you. He just kind of grunts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how'd that how'd that go, Johnny? How'd it, how'd it go? He's like yelling across the the room. Well, you know, it went pretty well. Trying to you know go through <laughs> the uh, details uh, of what happened at the gala. Uh, yes, it was. Uh, you know, she was taking notes. It was a mu- a much like an interview, gathering information. But yeah, you or uh, Dennis can go next. Oh, I already got up. And he kind of just nods his head. I assume that is like Dennis probably just got up and snuck in there as this is all kind of happening. Yeah, more or less. As he walks in there, is Johnny is is Johnny walking out the building or is he sitting back down? Once again, Johnny, that's up to you. 
Um, I assume anyway you want it still chilling. Yeah, they're all chilling, uh, just hanging out. You see Kenny and Marshall are actually having a conversation right now. I'll walk up to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I was uh that's what I was telling her about the uh that chick with the silver hair. You're telling me that she that she managed to get out of Lunarian military custody? She she got off the base? How? Yeah, it's very, very strange. Unfortunately, there weren't any locks on her powers or her magic and she vanished from from us. I told Alyssa the same thing, although she already knew that information. We've been hoping that somebody has been able to track her down, but it seems that no one has been able to. Oh, Johnny. Yes. Yeah, brother. How did it go in there? Same old, same old. Full cooperation, I hope, this time? I mean, why wouldn't there be? She's just doing investigation. I mean, you never know. I suppose you don't. You've always uh, been a bit of a wild card there, bud. Uh, a bit of a loose cannon, they say. Well, so it goes. Sometimes it plays out for the best, and other times you eat shit. Do you say anything else to him as you walk up? They were like... He didn't really have any intention while walking up there. He was mostly just tied to his brother, because they don't see each other much. Oh, we're... Well, Johnny, it's it's been quite some time. We'll have to get together with Mom and Dad and have dinner sometime soon. Once all this dies down, maybe? Sure, I could do that. Have a bit of a seed feast. Seed I have a fiesta. <laughs> I have a little bit of work that I still need to accomplish. Um, I'm gonna get some done, but if you want to wait, wait here. Um, I'll be right back, and then we could mm. we could head back <laughs> together if you want. That works. The early bird gets the worm. <laughs> it's like uh, Shangri always said. Uh, just because like... we call our father by his first name. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Uh, but yes, it'll be good to see Father again. Well, I'll be back. Uh, sit tight. Dennis, you enter on in. Uh-huh. You walk inside. You see the same kind of, same thing I described. You go into a confessional a confessional booth expecting a, convention, uh, a confessional booth, and it is a large, open, dark room. Alyssa is sitting there with a figure next to her uh, with some notes. Ah, oh, yes, Senator, please come, come have a seat. All right. Not, yeah, I'll sit down. I take it your budget meeting went well today? Uh, better than I was expecting, especially given how behind my department is, but hey. I could tell from your posture as you walked in, you looked a little bit um, loosened up more than you normally are. Just a bit, but... Yeah, it was a good day. Ah, I hope to not take up too much time of your good day. I'm just going to cut right to the chase. Senator, are there any details that you can give me from that night? Um, that might help us investigate. Anything new or like a recap? Um, I mean, any details you notice to be particularly strange. We've had a couple different accounts, but we've been able to eliminate two of the, two of the leads, more or less. Uh, well, the, uh, the spiked drinks were a pretty big standout. That was, that was suspicious. I agree. However, that was one of the leads that we were able to eliminate. I did notice that his payment came from some hidden source. I was unable to uncover where the funds were transferred for. It said off-world. He was paid by an outside source who he did not reveal. Running it all, running it all back, it leads somewhere unknown. Looked like it might have been designed to be a blip in the system. I do have a suspicion about that. If you're, I don't, I don't remember if I said this back when we were taking the statements. That was months ago. Now I know it has been three months. My my ex was there, which I was not expecting. The one that ousted me from my company. Oh, 
I think I saw her speaking with that bartender who ultimately gave me a spike drink as well as the other ones. Interesting. Was was your ex the the woman with the silver hair who we apprehended? Uh, yes. Unfortunately, she escaped our grasp after we brought her in. Yeah, that sounds like her. She then disappeared. She slipped something into the mouth of the the other robed figure, and he unfortunately passed before we could get any reliable information out of him. Uh, So it seems as though she was prepared for things to go south. Was it it the same poison? It was. That seems awfully suspicious. I mean, you're absolutely right. And you say this this woman was your ex-girlfriend, correct? Yeah. How did you two meet? It was a university thing that extended past that until it turns out she's the worst person ever, which I didn't know at the time. Love fools us all, Senator. Some more than others. Yes. Prefer not to do that again. What I'll say, it does sound like there's been some sort of grand scheme. You said she ousted you from your company as well? Yeah. So she's the new head of Ares, correct? If not the full head, one of them, yeah. I see. Senator, this may be just the lead that I'm hoping for. Sweet. Glad to be of help. I will start to investigate this, um, post-haste. Let me think a little- let me ruminate, uh, let me- let me- let me think on- would you be willing to assist me further if this were to, um, require your services? Uh, I mean, I hate her, so yes. Great. Wonderful. Senator, I think this is all I'm going to need from you for now. If you wouldn't mind sending in Mr. G- that would be great, and I do sure. appreciate all the help you've given me today. Can do. Uh, I'll hop out. And she kind of nods uh, as you leave, and like does a slight bow while she's sitting. I'll, like a head, I'll give a head tilt on the yeah. way out. Then, it, yeah, it's like it's it's like a quick head tilt type thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You are outside, and everybody else is still there except for Marshall. When you get out, only Marshall's gone. Yep, everyone else is still there. What, Johnny's still there too. I Johnny's still there. Or, oh. Does G look up, or do I have to go to him? It's up to you guys. Uh, G would look up as you as you exit that area. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I would motion to you then. Just like you're up. Uh, can I say that I would send any way you want it back to work? Sure. Totally fine. Hey Kenny, uh, would you mind bringing the uh, crew back to work? I think our work's done here. I'm gonna meet up with Marshall later, but uh, I'll be back around the office later today. I mean, that sounds good. Do you not want to? Do you not want to hang out? Yeah, I got family stuff to do, but yeah, I always want to hang out with you, Kenny. Uh, Fucking uh, dog. Are we not? Are we not family? At this yeah, we're point? cool. All right. All right. Well, no. Hey, he give he puts out he puts out the 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 fist. Oh, we're talent. doing uh we're doing bumpies. You promise? He nods his head. All right. And Kenny Kenny gives you a fist bump. You see his tail start to wag. So as Mister G stands up, he's gonna look over at Johnny and. Uh... Uh, Johnny, you should probably uh stick around <laughs> for, uh, after uh, the exalted uh, Moonseer here makes her a uh, deliberation after I after I talk to her. Just just stick around for a second. I'm sure she'll have something to say at this. And then uh, he walks in. Once again, the scene is described as I have now described it uh, twice. Large dark room, not expecting it to be this open. Alyssa's at a desk with another person. Does she say anything? Ah, yes, Mr. G. Please have a seat. Miss Moonseer, uh, he sits down. Uh, what, what, uh, what questions do you have for me, Mister G? Originally, you were just at this gala to be featured as one of the 
beneficiaries of Luca's charity. Things didn't really go as planned. Is there anything that sticks out to you? Is there anything you remember from that day that strikes you as odd or out of place? Well, I, I would like to to clarify. I, I I wanted to go there to show off my inventions. I wasn't necessarily a, a beneficiary of sorts. My inventions were being um, auctioned off for the charity. I I wasn't. I, I was looking to uh, you know promote my inventions for my business. But uh, yeah, that there were some things that that went awry for sure. Like oh well, first there was the uh, that cat. That tried to uh, steal from things. Uh, we were able to contain him in in my box of imagination. Uh, let me let me show you. And he and he goes into his backpack and he pulls out the box and then he presses a button and he turns it into a sphere with a little hole in the top of it. And he was like, "We captured him in this when he was a as a cat. His little paw kept coming out, but he couldn't really get out." And then when things seemed to calm down, there was uh, the the poisoning, which was uh, pretty startling. I, I must say, to Johnny's credit, he did get to the bottom of that rather quickly. Once the auction began, um, I, I did notice, I went up to the control room to retrieve the box of imagination, and I, I noticed that a woman and the man who who ultimately were the culprits and the, the terrorists that tried to poison everybody, I noticed them collaborating, I noticed them conspiring over the feed. When I went down to investigate, I saw them uh, move into action, and I, I sounded the alarm, and we were able to stop the, the terrorists before they conceivably murdered everyone that was there. We were very lucky due to, due to your action that nobody died that evening. It was, it, was quite the, it was quite the disaster overall, I will say. Worst gala I've been to ever. I can't say I've been to other galas. I don't... I don't really recall <laughs> whether I've been to another gala. I, it, no, I've, I've been to worse. I, I haven't. I haven't been to worse galas. I definitely had a a better time before. <laughs> I do have something else to uh, show you. Uh, you have to promise to give it back. I'm 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 working on something with this. And then he pulls out the uh, book of. The teleportation magic book. Why did you take this from <laughs> the museum? Why didn't you give it back to them? I mean, I was unaware <laughs> that it was something of the museum. I thought it was just something that, that that person had on them to, you know, cause the ruckus and uh, uh, bring in whatever unfathomable uh, magics they were trying to use against the, the populace. Uh, that's, why I, that's why I took it. Unfortunately... This book is layered in languages that have been lost to to our world. What little that I was able to translate from this spoke uh, spoke of of another universe entirely, one that I don't know about, one that I haven't heard about. However, I can tell that that book contains a great deal of power. Maybe they were looking to steal it to amplify their portal abilities the female that was apprehended disappeared uh and left i don't know where she went but very odd i th i think it's good that you took this from her however uh, well actually we've already paid out the museum for their loss why don't you see if there's any way that your technology can decode that book mr g 
maybe that will be the breakthrough that we require to figure out just how they were able to infiltrate and escape our forces. Yeah, I am a little bit of a um, a problem solver, and that was my exact intention taking this book. Um, but also, um, Miss Moon's here. Speaking of payment, uh, I I I believe uh, any way you want it was was paid a large sum of money to protect this gala, and uh, I uh, ad hoc and in an act of of I would say a, a quick wit and uh, a little bit of altruism, I I did end up uh, what. One might say, uh, saving the day. I, I I believe I should be given a cut of that money. And I've talked to Johnny Law, and I believe he... Uh, and I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to offend you, Miss Moon's here, but I believe he told me to uh, suck his balls when I asked for this payment. I, I was hoping you could help with this situation without us having to go to court over this. I, I think he owes me some of that money. To be fair, Mr. G, I did not hire any way you want it for the gala event. I did not oversee the gala event. And I was not very present, although I have accounts from everyone. It is not my place to tell Mr. Law how to pay his employees or pay contractors, unfortunately. I can tell you that if I had given you the deal, or if you had helped, I would pay you. However... I can't really force him or convince him to pay you. Mr. G writes this testimony down as well. Now he has two testimonies of high-ranking officials in this government saying that Johnny Law should pay him for his services. (laughs) You are taking Johnny's advice, too. He said if you're good at something, don't do it for free. However, you should take his advice as well and suck his balls. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, thank you, um, Alyssa. I, if I can call you that. No, Mr. G, thank you for stopping in today. Is there anything else I can, I can, any other questions I can answer? I, I do remember the event uh, quite clearly. Um. Danger. What? Johnny should have told him to kiss his ass, because that would have been received well by her, right? It would have been, it would have been funny. That would have been perfect. That would have been good. Sorry to cut it off. That was great. It's okay. He has, he has a thing fucking burned on his ass. By yeah, the way. from her. <laughs> from <Yeah>. her. <laughs> <laughs> did did you overhear anything out of place from either of the figures that we've apprehended? I have to say I didn't particularly overhear anything. It was a uh, it was mostly just I I heard them basically signal a call to action saying that they wanted to start whatever dubious attack that they had planned. Uh there wasn't any specific details that I recall. Well, it's okay, Mr. G. Um it's a little bit too late for me to come and ask you all to answer these questions as the event is not really current in, in your minds, unfortunately. I found some old texts that I thought might help us out, and getting another account I thought would, would be helpful. Not to say that the information that you and everyone else out there wasn't helpful. I'm just hoping that this investigation will finally lead somewhere and end the sleepless nights. And I hope that nothing bad happens to our planet. If you see anything else weird, do contact me, Mr. G. Let me know. Oh, absolutely. Uh, The convenient thing about me being a god is if you just pray in my name, I should be able to hear your call. So anytime you need to reach out, (laughs) just give me a... What you're saying is is I can call you anytime. Mr. G is like a little bit away from Napoleon Dynamite, if you think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Like... 
Hey, guys. Oh, Johnny, get off my tots. God. God. <laughs> I think that I deserve money for what I did. God. <laughs> God, what do you sound like? Um, That's why it's a step up. Yeah, it's just like a, it's close, though. You're basically Napoleon Dynamite with cargo pants. Yes, uh, I will, I'll be sure to get in touch with you if I make any progress decoding this book. And uh, Miss Moon's here, please... Uh, feel free to stop by my shop anytime. Uh, Mr. G's Emporium, fifty uh, percent off. Everything must go. It, I have some fantastic inventions. I know you're a a god and all, but maybe you'd find something of of interest there. That lots of lots of fancy things like this. And then he presses the button, and the box turns back into a <laughs> little box. Well, um, yes, Mr. G. Uh, we'll see if I do have some time to make a visit to New Gensoki. If I do, I'll I'll stop by. I would feel blessed. And then he stands up and gives a little bow and then walks out. Aha. Ha. I see. I see what you did. Be safe out there. <laughs> and she just, she kind of nods and she goes back to writing down a couple of notes. The three of you find yourselves standing in the middle of this cathedral. The floor begins to shake and crack underneath you and small veins of glowing energy jump out and make themselves apparent underneath your feet. Um, Alyssa runs out and she just looks around and kind of goes, Oh, oh God, no, this, this can't be good. Quickly, all of you follow me outside. We must see what is, what is happening. And she rushes past she almost kind of pushes her way through the lot of you as she runs out to the other side. She runs through the big metal double doors back into the lobby of the blue recluse storefront itself with all of those kiosks and portals. She rushes out uh, into the courtyard, and it is there that you are all met with a frightening scene. Above you, you all look up and you see the hexagonal plates that kind of fill in the barrier that protects your world. They go from that nice bright blue to the orange gradient of that nice day-colored sequence, and they quickly all begin to one by one flicker and fade and stop working. Those large plates begin to careen and fall to the sky, crashing to the ground. They hit the earth below, and wherever they hit, they create these craters in the ground that create large pools of this elemental energy that begins to kind of flow like a rainbow magma on the ground. As you hear all of the metal rings stop moving and come to a halt. All of the pieces of the barrier that protect your worlds are now beginning to crack and break and fall to the earth below, like a meteor shower of technology. This scene in front of you, you all see Marshall is inside of a prismatic barrier, and he is currently fighting uh, four different elementals. It looked like he was currently running back to meet uh, to meet Johnny, and he got caught up in the aftermath of what's happening. As you all run outside, you see lightning crackle through one of these veins and rivers of elemental energy and begin to 
form hands and feet and stand there on the ground. Um, you see fire begin to pop out of one, creating a swirling, licking vortex of flame that uh, moves with sentience and purpose. And then directly in the middle of you, it almost looks like a dark cloud of miasma or almost of this diesel smoke, so to speak, uh, standing right between you and the barrier on the other side in the park. And I'm going to leave it there for you, right there. Dylan, you are now uh, freed. There's a guard next to you, and your brother is here with some other rogue figures. The people that are joined with your brother, there are six of them total, including your brother. Your brother is the only one with his face showing at the moment. And they all have some sort of, like, fancy-ass pinstriped robes. At least that's what it looks like to you. It's like red pinstriping. You can't quite make out the details. Didn't he, like, say he was going to show me something, like, right before we left off? He did say that. Um, as you, as you kind of, do you walk up into the, the area? Yeah, it's my baby brother. (laughs) You see his five companions are currently fighting all of the guards that are up here, unleashing wild magics that you haven't seen before, arrows made of darkness come out of the shadows themselves and strike down three of the guards, um... One of them shoots a giant ball of fire that takes out three guards, and while all of this chaos is circling, you see your brother calmly go up into the center of the room. In the center of the room, it's a glowing gold orb. It looks like just a giant golden nugget that's perfectly spherical. That light that's hitting the sky is coming directly out of this. I need you to make me a willpower check. Is this to resist stealing it? It's to... uh, It's for a couple of things. That being one of it. Okay, so I got a one out of two on the willpower check. I was going to try to steal it as soon as you got done talking anyway. Okay. Um, you, You are immediately enthralled with its beauty, but not only that, you feel an immense sense of power coming from this uh, item. Oh, cool. You're trying, you're going to try and steal it? Yes, I am. Okay. Roll it. (laughs) Hey, oh, that's an explosion. Hey, oh. 34. You, like, try and compel the orb to, like, comprehend with your invisible hand as you're going to try and steal it. Um, You feel yourself for a moment grab on, and then the orb itself kind of disappears and reappears. It and the light itself flickers for a moment. It looks as though it doesn't want to be removed from the pillar. Well, I take that as a challenge. <laughs> um, at this point, there are now four guards that are running up behind you, and you are in active combat, Dylan. Uh, I, I haven't gotten the my grandfather's treasure yet, have I? No, you haven't! <sighs> Did I get that energy pistol? No, wait, it's written. Energy pistol is a thing you have. Okay. I'm going to use the energy pistol then. Okay. And I rolled two threes. Okay. Thirteen? That's no. a lot closer oh. than, than I expected it to be, but no. <laughs> no, wait. that I haven't upgraded my agility yet. Twelve. Okay. Still a no. It's not... But yeah, it's, it's still, still it's a no. It's more of a no. It is one more of a no. Exactly one more of a no. 
Uh, you see the the slender um, female guard uh, come up, and she has a bow and arrow in hand, uh, and she looks like she's about to like try and draw it. And just before she goes up to try and draw the bow and shoot at you guys, um, you immediately fire off a blast in her direction. She ducks it, and then she tries to fire a shot at your ankle. Um, I got probably a 35. This is going to be more than the 35. Fuck for me, then. Yeah, fuck for you, then. Um, you're, the arrow itself uh, splits when it's shot out of the bow, and it actually splits and transforms into a set of bolas, and it wraps around your ankles, binds you, and you fall to the ground, prone. You don't take any damage, but you are bound once again. I'm going to turn into a cat and get out of that. It takes you a moment, but yeah, you do. Okay, I do that. Cool. Um, The other guards are coming up, and they start to engage with uh, your brother's friends. um, And they are quickly, quickly dispatched. You look about, and you see, like, nine of the guards that are... There are nine guards in here, and they are all either passed out, killed, or not, like, knocked out. Uh, so more guards start coming coming to run in, and it is just then that you see your brother reach up. He uh, he reveals his left hand, uh, and you see uh, his hand is like horribly, horribly scarred. Like it looks black, and it like it it's mangled. It looks like it's in pretty rough shape. And then you see a magic circle begin to glow on it as he reaches out and he touches the gold orb. You notice that he's able to touch it and hold it and he picks it up from its station. And after a moment, the light in here begins to flicker and fade. It is at that moment that the earth begins to shake for you as well. And... Uh, Alphonse? Ah... Brother! I have done it. I have grabbed... The orb of the fates itself. I've been training for this day with my new friends, brother. Won't you? Quoi? Won't you join us, brother? Where? Ah, good, good. And with that, he reaches his hand out towards you. I'll take his hand. I have no idea what he's doing, but yeah, it's my baby brother. <laughs> I knew that you were more sensible than our silly father. When the trading company came around years ago. He rejected their offer and rejected our our advances to help. He shackled us. But with them, we can grow even greater. We can gain more treasures, any more power that we want. And brother, we can do this together. That uh, sounds good. I like it. He kind of snickers uh, as you say that. I have no idea what he's talking about. I'm just like smiling and nodding along anyway. You're just kind of like, yeah, this sounds good. Yeah, great. Sick. Treasure? I'm on board. I love it. Classic boots. Just as you're about to grab his hand, I need you to make an opposed agility roll. That is a 15. It's a 15. That's more than a 15. Just as you uh, go to reach out and grab your brother's hand, um, your hand is shot by an arrow, and you see the arrow like come straight through your human-like hand, and blood begins to uh, kind of spurt out of it. As you look over, you see your brother is currently being beamed up to the ship, and he's still holding his hand out. No! Adri- Adrian! Alphonse! Uh, with that, your brother 
has been beamed away, and you are left here. His other companions are also still here. They are still fighting. You are still in combat. I dropped to my knees and screamed dramatically, partially because my brother just got beamed away, and partially because my hand really hurts. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Can I make a style check to scream, like, extra dramatically? Oh, absolutely. Twelve out of three, I sound like a dipshit. Uh, your voice actually screams, uh, or like, like, cracks a couple of times and screeches (laughs) at the top of the pitch. It's a very ugly cry. It's not, not cute. Sounds like the vocalist of Seisha. <laughs> Only I could make cats not cute. Way to make cats not cute. I'm not a cat right now, I'm a French boy. You see another rain of those arrows made of darkness, Dylan. Uh, they come around and they hit everyone except for you. Okay. And except for the the one that's shooting, that just shot you in the hand, because she's not fully inside yet. Um, but you see more and you see more people are now downed inside of here. Uh, so you see pretty short girl with bright pink hair and she just looks next to you and she goes hey al's brother move out of the move out of the way i show her my the bleeding hole in my hand and i make a sad whimpering sound we can heal you when we get back to the ship now's not the time to worry about that you gotta fight through the pain <laughs> she unleashes a sonic blast uh towards the one guard with the bow and arrow that's still kind of up and in the immediate vicinity of everything. Um, I need you to make an opposed sense roll here, Dylan, because you're you're still in the way. 16. I'm not... No, don't worry. I think Boots is just going deaf. Uh, yeah, you hear a sonic blast, and it's so loud, you actually see the sound waves. Uh, they pass kind of, like, over everyone in here. I need you to make a willpower check, please, as you're hit by this. You take two sense wounds. Oh, hey, I passed my willpower check with a one out of two. You are not knocked out, but you are definitely deafened. Okay. Immediately, you have, like, an intense ringing in your ears from this, and, like, a cu- you feel, like, the warm sensation of blood kind of, re- like go down your your cheek and your neck and you feel it begin to drip uh, onto the pavement below you. The other girl did not get off as good. Um, You see that she is like profusely bleeding from both of her ears and holding them and she has dropped her bow at this point. Can I shoot her with my energy pistol? Go for it. 25. Yeah. She doesn't even hear it coming. You don't hear... You reach and you like shoot the pistol because you don't hear anything come from the pistol you immediately look at it like it's not working and then you see a bullet hole appear uh like in her uh in her armor and blood begins to pour out of it onto the uh pavement below with just like heavy splats onto the ground but she is like now trying to crawl up and reach towards her bow once again uh the girl with the pink hair and like the you now look at her, she has all black skin, like charcoal black skin, almost like she's a human made of shadow. The bright pink hair really changes it, um, but she looks at you, and she goes, Hey, d- did your brother give you a comm device or a transport device? What? I didn't really... <laughs> <laughs> did your brother give Quah? you a comm device? I cannot hear you, I am deaf! While this argument is happening, you see this girl get shot uh, twice in the shoulder, and she falls down next to you. And you see her look up, and she kind of, like, she kind of groans for a moment, and she goes, Ah, we gotta fall back. What? And you see her start to run, 
You don't hear anything of what she says, but you see that she starts to run to the other side of the uh, of the pagoda away from this girl with the the bow and arrow. Okay, uh, I know that she's my brother's friend, right? You know, you assume so. They wore similar robes, so you at least assume so. If they're wearing matching outfits, they must be friends. I'll follow her. <laughs> Perfect. You see her run to the edge. Uh, I need you to make me an opposed agility roll, please. She's reaching her hand out to you at this point. I got an 18. You run and you see she you see her hold out her hand um and you see another one of those uh like beams of light appear out of the sky and you see her beginning to disappear with the beam of light. Uh like you try and jump and you pass just right through the beam as it disappears and land on the other side. You are now uh being approached by the one guard that remains. And as the guard approaches you, you feel the earth begin to tremble. Can I hear anything yet? Uh, make me a sense check. Five out of one now. It's still fuzzy. You start to get some of it back, so you can you can you can like hear. Uh, you you like it's muffled and it's fuzzy and it sounds like it's coming from farther away than it is. But you look over and and the guard who you just shot is standing over you, and she just goes, "Hey, hey." Who do you work for? Who do you work for? What's the meaning of this? You see a large crack split this shrine that you're in in half, and like unformed magical energy of all of the different elements that you know begin to leak out like magma and start to um, kind of knock this place apart, and it begins to shatter and crash around you. You are are like knocked out by a piece of rock that falls from the ceiling as this whole place splits in half. You see the guard that was right next to you get completely enveloped in the blast, and your vision starts to go hazy and fade. And you pass out. The rest of you. You all feel this earthquake occurring as you see Alyssa run out from behind you. And she goes, what is, what is happening? Uh, aren't, aren't you like a god? Like, I don't I have no idea what what what's happening Alyssa it's no coincidence that Mr. G goes in to meet with them and immediately after everything goes to shit it clearly <laughs> was something that Mr. G did <laughs> you know that the barrier itself is what surrounds your world it has that artificial day night cycle uh, all those beams of light go into it and power it um, you know that there are a bunch of great heroes who gave their lives up and uh, infused their essence into their uh, into their magical items, creating the relics that protect your world. Essentially, you know that the world started to get funky when it was teleported here. The heroes gave their lives to create this barrier. It protects you from the, the outside forces who could try and come into your world, it also keeps you more or less dimension locked here so your world doesn't portal to another dimension at will. Without this, you're not entirely sure what's going to happen. But it already seems pretty fucking bad. Um, hey, this looks like it might involve fighting. I don't fight. Are there elementals in the barrier? or There there are four elementals inside of the barrier. And three outside the barrier. Three outside of it. Uh, Alyssa, what, what should we do here? What Are these... What are these things? Are they are they hostile? What's going on? Normally, elementals aren't hostile unless provoked. The it, it seems that the 
planet itself is trying to defend itself from being destroyed. The elements are coming to life to protect it to protect its planet. That sounds very bad. I mean, if I'm being honest, it's not as bad as that. And she points up to the sky, and once again, you see those, like, large metal braces that surround your planet are beginning to break and crash to the Earth. So you all are currently now uh, having to worry about things that are dropping on top of you. The hexagonal, like, glass, like, sheets that, like, make up the sky begin to fade. And for the first time, you all begin to see a normal day sky like this is all new for you and then you see all of these pieces of this barrier begin to drop onto the planet itself destroying buildings causing chaos around it Alyssa looks around gentlemen would you be able to assist in protecting the recluse storefront from these elementals seems that's probably the right thing to do uh yes I I will help great good luck couldn't you just like Make them disappear? Because you're like a god? It's like, poof them. I- The world is dying! I have more important matters than this! Couldn't you handle this for a moment? I mean, sure. Okay. We'll we'll take care of it then. It's gonna require a lot more effort from us. Hey, Mr. G. Mr. G, you might want to sort out your financial arrangements here. Uh, This will be the beginning. You don't want to uh, find yourself shortchanged. Oh, that's, that's very funny, Johnny. It's very funny. Oh, yes. I'm a humorous bird. Anyway, we should probably deal with this. <laughs> Alyssa, didn't you agree that he owes me money? That he owes me a, a cut? Hey, there's really no time. You turn, you turn, and she has already run back inside. Well, I have it right here, Johnny. I have it right here that she said, if she was in your position, she would have paid oh, me. Oh, uh, could I see that? Could I see that? I'd like to read it. No, no, you cannot see that. I, I know what you're going to do. <laughs> you're a brutish man. You're a brutish bird man, Johnny. So he kind of just points behind him and looks back, and he's like, yeah, we should probably deal with that. While I'm absolutely, completely uninterested in everything you were just saying, this is probably more important. (laughs) I have to say, I do agree. (laughs) Tell you what, what's it going to take for you to never bring this up ever again? Oh, well, I guess we we have more important issues, Johnny. I I guess... Tell you what, think on it. Once we save the world, once we save the world, I want that money. Once we save this, this planet situation, once we... Well, and I want you to never talk again, but we don't always get what we want, so I guess we should probably go do that. <laughs> Are there any elementals advancing on us while we quibble over 8,000 credits? <laughs> they all are currently just charging. Toward us? They all look to be, they all look to be charging some kind of uh, spell each. Ooh. Uh, yeah, so as G says that, he's going to take the rifle and point it at whatever one's looks the most chargiest, and he's going to shoot that one. Okay. The one that's made entirely out of shadow is the first one that's kind of in your general direction. All right, I'm going to shoot at it. Okay. That's my weapon rank plus my agility, right? Yes, that is correct. Cool. I rolled an 18. All righty. That is not an 18. You hit. All right. Mr. G points his rifle at it and boom, shoots a red laser at him. Big old bolt of crimson there. Let me have him make a check as he takes that. Oh, he passes that. Cool, he's still concentrating. You see the energy just, like, hit the shadow, and you actually see the beam go through it and hit that barrier and just dissipate into the barrier, and the smoke kind of swirls around where the laser goes through until it reforms back into what it is. 
So I'm going to go on a limb and assume that that was not very effective. Um, I mean, it definitely looks like it did something to it, but it seems it still seems like it's there. It still seems like it's charging. Johnny, you, you got anything for this? Hmm. I don't know. I got a gun. Yours didn't seem to do all that much. How many of them are there? Seven. Well, it would seem that we're outnumbered. Uh, so I don't know that charging in there would be that great of an idea. So it went, like, straight through him when he shot? Yep. Uh, well, this should be lots of fun. Mr. G, you're a piece of shit. Uh, he flies in and he, uh, <laughs> he pulls out his stun baton um, and tries to attack the nearest one. Still the one made of shadow is the closest one to you. Yeah, Everything else would require, would require a movement action to get to. Uh, the shadow, the shadow elemental, I would like to attack him with my large-sized stun baton that is outfitted for a larger creature. You're using your stun baton, correct? Because you had your, you had your strength. Um, that's going to be a 10, or sorry, that's, my math's terrible, 20. Alrighty. The 20 will hit, the 10 would not have hit. Actually, double that. (laughs) Yeah, might be. It's all good. You see the stun baton uh, activate with that like buzzing electrical current on the end of it, and you spin it around and you swipe through, trying to hold the stun end um, in it for a moment. You see the lightning from the stun baton, like that crackle of electricity, kind of dissipate through the cloud itself, and you see the cloud whoosh around your uh, stun baton as it is... um, Kind of, it, it is moved more or less around you as you attack it. It looks like it may have hit it. It just you don't know how effective it was. Roll your stun, please. Is that just a check? No, it is opposed. Did I write down what the what the stun is? What no. rank? It stuns for one action, correct? Yes. So it's an E rank. So roll me one die. Two. Two. Uh, this thing definitely doesn't look stunned. That is a blackjack on its intelligence check, so it also does not stop charging its spell. As Mr. G sees Johnny attack this thing, can he figure out any better way to attack it as he watches? You think that if you were to contain this in something where it wouldn't be able to move as much might be good for you. It it seems as though giving this living shadow space to move around and be essentially like a giant diesel cloud of smoke in front of you uh you think if you find a way to contain its space where it can't move around as much it might be more effective hmm. what's around me like do i have anything to use that's like around me is there anything notable as far as like parts do i have any parts yeah. to your left and to your right you see two of the like um street lamps so they're these like long uh tall thin beams that have directional lights that light up and they light the pathway through the park um the two that are closest to the entrance to the storefront um are currently broken you actually see the elemental like river now is uh cutting through the wreckage of where one of these things is so there are two broken light posts that are on your left and your right, they have wires coming out of them. There are also broken buildings on the other side of the uh, on the other side of this prismatic barrier, but that would take you some time to get to. How about to my left or my right? Are there any storefronts? Are there any like what? Like are there any like storefront? Uh, the only storefront is the one behind you that you are told to protect. Okay, when I was in there, did I notice maybe like a vacuum? 
of any sort. You can definitely go inside and order a vacuum, but it's brought to you uh, by by an attendant or through the portal in the quick buy machine. Oh, is the attendant still in there? Is the person behind the desk still there? Yeah, she is. Oh, and I'm right in front of the door, right? So I can just push the door open and yell inside. I mean, yeah, she's like the desk is far back. Like the desk is probably about a good like hundred feet inside of it. So if she hears you from the door, then yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna open the door and yell. Uh, hey, this is a uh, of the utmost importance. Uh, I need I need a vacuum or something from your gen something that that sucks. I need something that sucks. Get a mirror. Okay. Um, <laughs> our suckiest vacuum will be five credits. I I I'm protecting your storefront. I need a vacuum now. Can you bring it here, please, as quickly as you can? Otherwise, elementals will tear you asunder. Well, I'll do what I can. Oh, wow. The most helpful of attendants. <laughs> hey, she just said she'll do what she can. She's getting right, paid minimum cool. wage. This job isn't worth the shit. Can I Can I do a thing, Danger, that's connected to that? It's open initiative. You can all do things. Uh, sweet. Uh, so I'm going to get that same attendant's attention. Are, are they still there, or they, like, leave immediately? Um, she, like, goes to turn. I mean, yeah, she, like, okay. goes to turn to leave. Okay, and I, I'll, I'll, like, yell at her, like, hold up. Wait a second. Yes? Convince her I'm going to argue at her. I know he's kind of off-putting when he opens his mouth, but can you get the vacuum now and then we can discuss the price after? It is extremely important. He was not <laughs> He was not exaggerating. I mean, I was going to get it. Thank you, Senator. Oh. Appreciate it. Okay. Yeah, give me, give me a minute. It's gonna it's gonna take me a minute because if I don't get the money to go through the to to get it up here, I have to go find it. So it will take me a minute. Use your own money. I we're gonna. <laughs> Otherwise, we will die. <laughs> I think we'll be fine. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm going now. I'll be what back. Kind of, uh, what kind of currency is it? Coin or paper currency? Danger. You guys have or credits. Neither. It is, uh, you all have essentially a credits account, um, and it is oh. gone through card. So it's an entirely, it's an entirely digital currency. So the the reason I was asking is because I was curious how throwable it would be. I mean, you would have to throw your card. I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I guess we're just going to not have the vacuum. All right. I tried. I think she said she's going to get the vacuum. I, I think she's getting the vacuum. But, but she's not going to be happy about it. So it's going to take a while and there might be spit on it. Uh, so at this point, you all see uh, Marshall is kind of, was like in the middle of trying to like head back towards the building. And then all the elementals popped up and he's now inside the barrier fighting with them. You see he uh, he quickly dispatches the one that's made of ice. He like breaks it apart with his uh, sword and until it shatters into a couple of different pieces. You see like the cloud coming out of his breath after a couple of slashes um and he looks back at you and he it looks like he tries to to shout something but none of you are able to hear it from outside of this this prismatic barrier oh well if it was important we'd hear it is it is it completely inaudible or? it is completely inaudible oh <laughs> uh, johnny you should probably uh help your uh help your brother there and then g's going to if only we had a vacuum I I already saw the <laughs> I already saw the beam bounce off the barrier, right? Yeah. Uh I'm going to shoot at the next closest elemental that is not made of gas. <laughs> okay. It is there are two that are kind of equidistant. 
Um, there's one that's made of fire to your left. There's one made of lightning to your right. So those are equidistant to you, to your left and to your right. Which one, Mr. G, think a laser would be the most effective against? Because I'm going for neither right now. It's going to be, it's kind of difficult. Can I roll an intellect check? Yeah, roll an intellect check. Shoot the, shoot the alien from Scooby-Doo in the cyber chase. All right. Three out of seven. Three out of seven. Um. You don't know if like the heat and from the energy is going to do anything to the fire, and you don't know if the beam of energy is going to do anything to the like crackling lightning. Mm. You assume your best chance is the one on the right, which is the one made of lightning. Hmm. Does he see anything that I could like ground this thing with? Like you said, there's like wires, right? Yep. So there's like a bunch of wires that are coming out of both of those broken light posts, one to your left and one to your right. Do they look live or do they look not live? The the wires look live. Yes. Mm, that might just bolster them. Uh... <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Mr. G's going to shoot at the just going to shoot the electric one then. OK. That's a 21. I did not roll a 21. In fact, it was way worse than a 21. Oh, sweet. That hits. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you see the beam hit this thing dead on. It. You notice it, it crackles through it as you see the red go through like the crackling blue energy of the lightning. It definitely takes the hit, but it still looks like it's there. It does, however, not look more empowered from your hit. Did I use an action to call out to that attendant, that clerk? I'm going to say that you did because you had to turn around, move, open a door back up, and reach in and shout. Yeah, understandable. So, yeah, I, G's out of actions. Uh, I guess I'll just, like, shout at them. Okay. <laughs> uh, or Wait, these are the ones the ones that Mr. G was attacking are the ones outside the shield, right? Correct. Yeah, okay. I'm going to try and make them feel real bad about what they're doing and get them to stop. Okay. So what exactly are you using? Uh, seems like ridicule would make more sense. And ridicule ridicule means they roll willpower, correct? Uh, Charisma versus will. If you succeed, they take a will wound. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to know just so I could roll the proper stat. It's the the one that targets their self-esteem. Yep. Uh, 19. Yeah, that hits all of them. They all feel bad. Shit, okay. I... (laughs) Just gonna be like, hey, can you guys... Can you guys not? You really, you Can really you guys guys had a not? really good morning, and then you guys showed up and ruined everything. Can you not? You don't know that these things have really processed emotion on this level or empathy. Um, they all look very confused, and they kind of like lower their hands, very confused. <laughs> just like their shoulders sag very slightly. Just like oh, with that, I'm gonna leave it there for you guys for the moment, Dylan. Your vision is currently fading, and you look up, you see a couple of figures that are robed in, like, these dark bluish robes. You you recognize one of the faces here. You see that Alyssa is now at this shrine, and she's currently barking orders at people, and she looks at you, and she kind of laughs, and she picks you up, and you pass out. When you come to... You don't know how long you've been asleep, but you are currently inside the headquarters of the Blue Recluse. You are inside of, as 
what I described previously. You are laying down on like a silvery blue stone. There are rows of church pews around you. Um, you feel like different. You feel like the earth shaking beneath your feet still. And that's kind of what wakes you up at first. Um, and you see Alyssa kind of kneeling over top of you. You know, I didn't expect that you were involved in this. So why don't you go ahead and tell me what you were doing at the shrine? I uh, do not know what you are talking about. I was not at the shrine. I was looking for my Mongol Palace treasure. But you were at a shrine. You know that, right? No. (sighs) Hold on, let me in-check that. Six out of one, I don't know why I was at a shrine. (laughs) <laughs> oh my goodness, are you... Oh goodness. Alrighty then. Um, so, what? Uh, let, let me start this. What's your name? Uh, what form was I in when she picked me up? Because you, pa- you, you like passed out, so you went back to cat form. I take a look down at myself to double check what shape I currently have. You were in human form before you passed out, so you assume that she saw you transform. Oh no, I've turned into a cat. <laughs> Foiled again. <laughs> My name is uh, Monsieur Boots. Boots, you were the one that stole all of those items from the uh, the Stone Falcon Gala a couple of months ago, correct? No, that was the very handsome thief, Jacques Rabit. You see that she holds up your, your thief mask? Oh, weird. What? Uh, I found this just before you passed out and turned back into a cat. That is an amazing coincidence. Hmm, seems it. Since you're trying to bluff your way through this, I need you to make me an opposed charisma roll, Dylan. <laughs> Boy, howdy. <laughs> Boy, howdy. I mean, go ahead and assume that the cat is super charismatic. Charismatic. Am I, am I adding anything to this? You know, just for shits and giggles, you can add your charisma to this. Seventeen. I was gonna say you can add your intelligence, but that wouldn't have really helped, so. <laughs> Unless the difference between seventeen and eighteen will save it for me. <laughs> nope. She just, she once again looks down and she goes, huh, super weird coincidence. Anyway, it looks like you tried to attack a couple of the guards with, uh, that were there. Um... What exact? What happened? Tell me what happened. Well, uh, I was on a grand adventure to find my grandpa's lost treasure. Right. I found a boat. I go to Lille, the uh, place with shiny light. So, I see a beautiful jewel. I mean, meow? (laughs) Now's not the time to play stupid. Keep telling me oh, what happened. Oh, he's not playing anything. <laughs> <laughs> I see Jewel. So I try to sneak past the guards. And then I see my baby brother for the first time in many years. Huh. And so your your baby brother. What, um... Oui, Albert. Alphonse. That was it. So Alphonse. your your brother. What exactly was your brother doing there? He he was there with his new friends. They had these new friends. What were they wearing? How nice were their robes? Like how nice would I think their robes were? You thought they were pretty fancy. Um, 
when you got close, um, can you make me a luck check to see if you saw their robes close up? Two out of six. Two out of six. You definitely noticed that they were super fancy, but they looked fancier the farther away they were. When you got closer, you noticed that they were fingers and not pinstripes. Ah. I thought they were wearing very, very expensive. Uh, He's not smart enough to know the word expensive. Very nice robes. But uh, I think they were... Not very well made. You get up close, you see they, the the stripes. Not not nice. What do you mean by not nice? I think that uh, the tailor screwed up. They they accidentally made them look like uh, fingers. Of course. Huh. Say they're boots. What? Did your brother say where he was going? We see no friends. Right, 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 right. But did they say where they were going? No, they did not tell me where they were going. They asked if I wanted to go with them, and... Well, I, I hadn't seen Alphonse in many years. But then, uh, I got hit in the head. Well, I don't know if you realized what your brother had done. It Actually, sorry. It definitely seems like you don't realize what your brother has done. I'll say this. Your brother is currently helping to destroy this world. What? Yes. That, that does not sound like my Alphonse. He is a good kid. Then why did he steal a relic that is used to keep our world safe? Well, uh, being a master thief runs in the family, no? Eh? Eh? She just kind of stares blankly at you (laughs) as you continue to call yourself a master thief. After denying being a master thief. (laughs) (laughs) So, you rest, you rest up here. Be careful. I'm going to have, um, I'm going to have one of my, uh, associates keep an eye on you at the moment. Here, take this. For the pain. She gives you a small pill. I see no reason not to trust this person. I will take it. <laughs> uh, you take the you take this pill, and you instantly feel great. You don't hallucinate or anything like that, but you feel fucking great, dude. End of the world ain't shit. Wow, kitty tranquilizers. With that, you see an incredibly beautiful man uh, sitting in the pew next to you. He has long brown hair. He's wearing um. It looks like a fur cloak, and the actual cloak is, like, black, and it looks almost very... It it looks silky. Um, Like, behind the hair, as he turns, you see this man has a very, very square jaw, uh, very, very handsome features, and he just looks down at you, and he goes, Huh, what exactly you do to get here, friend? Eh. I'll get out. They can never hold the master thief Jacques Rabin for long. Ah, yeah. How, tell me more. Just how would you escape there, bud? I pause, and my eyes go wide for a moment, and then I go, Meow? Yeah, no, we don't. <laughs> we don't have to do this. <laughs> eh, I'm sure an opening will, pre- will uh, present itself. I'll get out. I don't think you will, but good luck trying. 
And you see he kind of like holds up a flax and a flask and he kind of like tips it towards you and he takes a quick sip. Ah, Nelsie. And he sits there with a smile. <laughs> what do you do? If he's offering me a drink, I'm not going to say no to a free No, no, drink. he didn't offer you oh. a drink. He kind of tipped it at you after he took a swig, uh, basically wishing you the best of luck on trying to escape. Do I have my bottle of wine on me? Yeah, you do. I'll whip that out and tip it in his direction before taking a swig myself. Um, this incredibly handsome man kind of giggles. <laughs> oh, I like your spirit. Et toi. And he continues to just kind of sit there and watch you, no matter what you do. I'm just drinking, waiting for an opportunity to present itself. I would say make me an intelligence check, but I don't know if this is one that's going to go in your favor. Because, like, none of them do. That's a 9 out of 1. I have an exactly 8% chance of getting it. And the 8% chance was not with you on this one. You are hanging out. You are, uh... You are waiting for an opportunity to escape from this incredibly handsome man, uh, and it doesn't look like he's going to give you that opportunity. What makes you think I want to escape the incredibly handsome man? I mean, touche. Anyway... The rest uh, of before you. we before we transition, I do want to say that um, it's not exactly eight percent chance. It's a uh, eight point three 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 uh, repeating, of course. Well, yes, of course, but you know you have to <laughs> round it off for the simpletons in the audience. <laughs> Great, good. Here we go, disparaging our audience again. <laughs> With this, all of you outside, uh, the last visual you get for, for this week, um, you see the clouds um, are beginning to fade away. Nor this morning, you all remember the clouds rolling in, very, very thick, super puffy, and they completely obscured the sky without a sight of rain. Now they have cleared, and all you see around you is the constant destruction of the barrier that has kept your world safe for 500 years. It is now completely crumbling around you. People are panicking, screaming, and uh, people are trying to rush around to rescue them. You oh, all are no. enthralled in this battle with these elementals, trying to keep the front door safe as everything is crashing down around you. And on an optimistic note. <laughs> what optimistic note? There is none! <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm drinking with a handsome man. That's yeah. pretty optimistic. The cat has wine, yeah. <laughs> the inside the building that is uh, seemingly un like unfazed from the dis- the the destruction outside, um, the the handsome man Rex McMasters drinks with his new buddy Monsieur Boots. listeners i just want to say thank you for for listening in again this week um this is the second part of our alpha series here to get you started for the fractured world campaign i uh, i hope you enjoyed all the shenanigans that have occurred this evening and if you've liked what you heard please go ahead and spread the word uh we'll be back next week with another episode and until then be safe and make good choices also buy our game bye (laughs) 